Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. This is the Canty and Carlin Podcast. For Kansas City, which has arguably a top two offensive line in the NFL, this is without a doubt as a unit the best they have faced all year. Mahomes, end zone. He's got another. They have a complete pass rush across the board, hence why they had 70 sacks and they led the lead. Patrick's going to have to be better with his ball security in the pocket than maybe he ever has in a big game in his career. It's pretty simple. You're making your selections for Super Bowl 57. You're either picking Patrick Mahomes or the overall depth and roster of the Philadelphia Eagles. It's Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80. On your smart speaker, 888-729-3776, 888-SAY-ESPN is your Canty and Carlin Nation call-in number. Want to hear from you, your picks on the game, and what's on the Super Bowl table as well this hour as we have gotten into that throughout the course of the show. But Canty, we start with the overall breakdown of the game this hour. And right now for me, it is just that simple. Do I believe in the magic of Patrick Mahomes more than I believe in the totality of the Philadelphia Eagles, who do I not only believe are are a better team as far as talent, 1 through 53, but also a better team functioning as a unit. For me, it is about the Philadelphia Eagles, and I think that is going to be good enough to win by two touchdowns on Sunday. I have been on that since championship Sunday night. And I am not backing off of it whatsoever. Well, Carlin, I don't think there's any argument that the Eagles are the more talented team, but the the more you know, talent doesn't always make the best teams, but the best team always wins. And so I think that's the aspect of this that um, we have to try to focus on, not just having talent on your team, but having chemistry, having rapport, um, especially when it comes to executing in the critical phases of the game and the critical moments that pop up. And so what we've seen from Pat Mahomes over the years, the enemy, all of them seem to be tied together in those critical moments. We start talking about, you know, the, the magic of Pat. Into that is the relationship, the rapport that he has with fly under the radar, because that's certainly going to have an impact on what we're going to see on Super Bowl Sunday. Well, when we talk about those relationships, too, though, and you and you say that the team that is most talented is not often the best overall not, team. I didn't say not not often. I'm just saying the most Sometimes. talented team the most talented team doesn't necessarily mean you're the best team. Uh, Carlin, well, I, team, I speak I speak from experience. I was on the 2007 yep. Dallas Cowboys. We had 15 pro bowlers, number 1 seed in the NFC, and we lost to the New York Football Giants, a team that we blew the doors off of twice in the regular season. They beat us on the way to beating the undefeated Patriots, another team from a talent standpoint that was superior to them. But again, the Giants were the better team on Super Bowl Sunday. So that's why I say, I hesitate to say somebody has the best team just because they have the most talented roster. Okay, I'm saying they have the most talented roster and the best team because I think their chemistry all season long has been absolutely fantastic. You have a head coach who has read that team 
like a book and has understood what they needed all season long. And two of their losses came when Jalen Hurts was out. And that is not a coincidence. So if I'm in a position where I have all of that and the team has proven it throughout the course of the entire season, why would I turn against them at this point? They have what I hate in leading up to this game is the narrative that the Eagles have had such an easy road to get here. Hey, it's a team that has been healthy, knock on wood. They've obviously had some luck uh, in, in, in getting here because every team always does whenever you're getting there, no matter how good you are. And the luck has come through their health. But I look at the depth across the board. I look at dominant units, of which they have a few, and they have the most dominant unit in this entire game, in their offensive line. Mm. And the Eagles have built this in the interior, in the in the trenches. And I know it sounds cliche, but that is the biggest reason why they are where they are right now. That offensive line has been great. It has given Jalen Hurts a chance to ascend to being the player that he is right now. And that defensive line has been great in not having to blitz, and having superior corners on the outside that has helped make that job a lot easier. And Canty, as we know, when you have a pass rush, it covers up most of your other problems. No doubt about it. And the Eagles have built this team inside out, like you said. They started at the line of scrimmage, and they worked off of that. And that's why this team has been so dominant from a physical standpoint all season long. I mean, in the conference championship game, they played – a team that a lot of people thought was the bully in the entire NFL in the San Francisco 49ers, and we saw the Niners get pushed around like nobody's business. I mean, there's a reason why they had two quarterbacks knocked out of the game, Carlin. They had two quarterbacks knocked out of the game because the Eagles' defensive front was more physical, and Kyle Shanahan decided to block edge rushers with tight ends uh, for no for reasons I still don't understand. But anyway, I digress. That is going to be the challenge for Andy Reid coming up with X's and O's to help his team not be overwhelmed by the physicality of the Philadelphia Eagles. That is going to be a challenge, Carlin, and I got to say, there aren't a whole lot of great answers when your team is overmatched in terms of physicality, but a guy that can help Andy Reid find some answers is number 15 in red, Patrick Mahomes. How much do you expect at this point three weeks removed from the injury, two weeks off, that it's going to affect Patrick Mahomes with a high ankle sprain. Oh, he's going to feel it. But, Carlin, it's the last game of the season. It doesn't matter. It it, it literally does not matter. He's going to feel it. It doesn't well, but matter. But if he's not as mobile as he normally is, it is going to matter. Well, it, he's not as mobile as he was in the conference championship game, yet the consequential play in that matchup was Patrick Mahomes scrambling for a first down. Mm-hmm. Like, that was what won the game for the Kansas City Chiefs. So, like I said... Against a defense be, that was not a, anywhere near what this defense is. But what I'm saying is he can be in pain, but he's still going to push through the pain, and he's still shown the ability to be a playmaker, a force multiplier of sorts. He threw for over 300 yards against the, the Cincinnati Bengals, and that has been a defense and a defensive coordinator that has, quote-unquote, had his number. So the fact that he was able to do that on one leg and now being, what, two weeks removed from that game, from that moment, and three weeks since the initial injury, I just feel like Pat Mahomes will be closer to 
the version of him that we're accustomed to seeing as opposed to what we saw in that conference championship against the Bengals. So I, I, the ankle, I don't anticipate being as much of a factor as we're talking about it. Um, I, I do think that the pass rush for the Philadelphia Eagles will be a huge factor in this matchup. Now, I don't want to be called a homer, and I would understand why I would be, but I would say this. For the Chiefs, a big factor for Mahomes is everybody else being able to run the football, and that's Isaiah Pacheco, and that's Jarek McKinnon, but specifically Pacheco in this situation. I'm not saying go for 100 yards and carry it 23 times, but has to be significant against if there is a knock on the Eagles' defense, it is stopping the run, can't you? We've seen that. It is stopping the run, but it's a very specific type of run game. It's running straight at him with hardball runs, right? You're talking about gap blocking. That's what blocking. Pacheco does. Yeah, yep. gap blocking, not necessarily with the zone blocking scheme. And so it'll be interesting to see if the Kansas City Chiefs decided to play bully ball with the Philadelphia Eagles. The only time we saw that be effective was the Washington Commanders. They played bully ball with the Eagles, and they won on Monday night. That was the Eagles' first loss of the season. It's going to take that style of run game in order to impact it. I have no doubt that Pacheco can do that. I don't know from a physicality standpoint that that's how that offensive line for the Chiefs is built. And so that's the thing that I'm curious to see. Can they have hardball runs, gap blocking, double teams, move guys off the ball at the point of attack and run straight at the Philadelphia Eagles? Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, and on Sirius XM Channel 80. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. For a job you'll love, visit Progressive.com slash careers. Canty, what do we like to do? We like to make people money. So let's do that right now. We welcome in Doug Kazarian, ESPN, sports betting insider. You know him from the Daily Wager. Doug, Canty, and Carlin, we appreciate the time. Let's get right to it, not waste any of it. Start with the game. What do you feel about the overall pick in this game of the Eagles minus one and a half right now? Yeah, I feel it's almost all un-American, but I do not like a side or total in this game. I just think the variance of this game is just so crazy. We, First of all, both quarterbacks are injured. I mean, that in and of itself makes me not want to bet a game. I mean, if this were a one o'clock kickoff on a Sunday, I would be like, ah, I need to, I'm going to look elsewhere on the card. And then on top of that, you guys were touching on it. You know, it's the Eagles analytics and loves them. They've been trucking opponents and they may be awesome, but they really haven't played the greatest of opponents. And then the Chiefs obviously are not the same roster as Philly, but they have Patrick Mahomes. So for me, I'm all about the props. I'm just not on a side or total in this game. All right. So what are the the props that you're hottest on when it comes to Pat Mahomes? Yeah. So, so basically with kind of all betting, I don't kind of complain about situations. I try to embrace it and find betting value. So with this game, as I was saying, I think there's a lot of variance. And I think the way to do that is embrace it. So I have some fun payout props, in, and I will talk about those in a little bit. But with Mahomes, I think there's two really good props. First off, his first rush over three and a half yards. So when the market price is three and a half for a quarterback, it tends to account for the possibility of a QB sneak. But he has not done a sneak in three-plus years. Mm. He had 41 rushes this year. Not one was a sneak. A couple years ago in the playoffs, they ran option right a couple times. But that's it. And he got big yards. The, the ankle, he got hurt a few years ago with his knee running a sneak. They do not run a QB sneak with Mahomes. 
So anytime he, it's not you know, in college, it is, but not the NFL. Sacks don't count against rushing yards. So it's if he escapes pressure and then tucks it and runs, he needs to get at least four yards. And he averaged in the first half this year seven point eight yards per carry. So I don't think there's any chance for a sneak. And if he breaks containment, he's gonna not slide because it's the Super Bowl. The stakes are so high. Four yards or more seems like a good play. Doug Kazarian, ESPN Sports Betting Insider. You know him from the Daily Wager with Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. Doug, there are some interesting rushing props out there for the running backs. What do we got? So each team sort of feels like running back by committee. Each team has three guys now that Clyde edwards Elair is in the mix and going to get some carries. And the way the market is pricing some of these guys, it's almost like they're backing up Derrick Henry, who's guaranteed to get 25 to 30 carries. I don't understand some of these numbers. And I talked about variance earlier. I just think you should take some flyers on some of these guys. I love Kenneth Gainwell. For all we know, he could be a better matchup for Philly's offense, specific to the game plan against this Kansas City defense. We don't know. And a lot of times in past years, late in the season, Coaches have gone with the hot hand or the fresher running back, and I very easily could see Gainwell doing that. So there are tons of props involving Gainwell. Probably my favorite is he's 15-1 to to lead the game in rushing, so to have the most rushing yards of any player in the game. That includes quarterbacks, but still, I think that's that price should be like 3 or 4-1. to You're getting 15-1. to They have some of the race to a certain threshold, so the first guy to rush for 40 yards. So any who cares what they end with, just – and I think you're going to get the guys with big playability. Gainwell's 22 to one for that one. So I like those types of plays because, again, we don't know which end is up with all these running backs. We think it's going to be Pacheco mostly. We think it's going to be Sanders, but I wouldn't be shocked if it's Gainwell. So I'm going to lean into that variance. Doug, one of the player props that I like is Jalen Hurts over 31 and a half pass attempts. Now, based on the game script that you expect to play out on Super Bowl Sunday, how do you view that prop bet? So I can see it coming to fruition because I think the Eagles might be tested to play actually four full quarters. You almost want to throw out the postseason for the Eagles, right? I mean, the the San Francisco game got away from the Niners early, and then the Giants were just kind of dusted early. I think the Eagles could be in for a battle because they've been such a dominant team throughout the course of the regular season. They're the best first-half team, and their game script was run quick, time between plays, just tempo, get a big lead, and then take the air out of the ball. And their second half tempo really died, and they just wanted to bleed clock. I don't think they're going to have that luxury in this game if it plays out a certain way. They're not going to just get up by three scores and bleed clock, end of game. I think they're going to have to keep going, and therefore you're getting four full quarters of Hertz passing rather than just like two and a half. Because Mike Tannenbaum said it earlier, he's only thrown, I believe, 22 passes in the second half this entire season without the lead. So they were a team that just kind of bled clock, knocked out a leg, and leaned on you for the rest. But I don't think that's going to be the case. So I think some of these numbers are going to be higher for Hertz when all is said and done. Doug Kazarian, ESPN Sports Betting Analyst with Canty and Carlin. All right, let's go outside the box. I want wacky. I want multi-sport. I want uh, just, you know, brother versus brother. Give me something. <laughs> Give me stuff all over the map here. What do we got? Well, there are a few, and I was kind of getting it. I got into them a little bit because I had to write a piece for ESPN.com, and it was pretty fun to kind of tackle this. I like LeBron's par, we call it. So that's points plus assists plus rebounds tomorrow. That's plus 120 against Jalen Hurts' rushing yards. 
I don't think Hertz is going to have a huge day running the ball. I think he's banged up. He said as much in other interviews. He's not 100%. And LeBron has just been filling up the stat sheet. He's had at least 40 par or 40 points plus assists plus rebounds in eight straight games. So I just like the idea of LeBron being a stat machine. Again, assists, everything. And then Jalen Hurts not running the ball as often as possible. So that's that's my favorite. I would take Travis Kelsey minus six and a half yards against Jason Kelsey snaps. But I think it's just, <laughs> it comes to like the very, so you he, he could probably have as high as what, 110 yards maybe. And his floor is like 40, but Kelsey's going to be around 60 to 75. So I think it, it, there's a little value on the, on the, on the Travis part because of the upside, but I don't think it's like a huge play or anything like that. Okay. And one thing that we're always looking for is value betting for MVP. Talk to me, talk to me. Okay, I think this market is silly because for me, if Kansas City wins the game, it's going to be Mahomes. Very, okay. very, very small chance Kelsey or 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 anybody else. So I would have all like the wide receivers and all those guys just like a hundred and something and just try to balance my liability accordingly. But they haven't. So I like all the Eagles guys who are not Jalen Hurts. So I like Gainwell at one hundred twenty-five to one. I like some of those defensive players. I think it's silly. Like the for example, Gainwell is one hundred twenty-five to one. But MVS is 80 to 1. You really think if MVS is going to get the MVP? I mean, come on. He should be like 150 to 1. Because if he's getting yards, that means Mahomes is doing well as well. So it's just kind of nonsense, uh, some of the pricing. So I think there's some value on some of these long shots. Like Gainwell is one of them. Doug, who wins the game and why? So I lean to Philly. I, I mean, it's with trepidation, I had to submit a picks for ESPN.com, things like that. I went 27 17. I think the trenches really dictate. Smart money moved this game and this line to Eagles minus one and a half after Kansas City opened. But they always, without fail, back the defensive team, the better defense, and the team with the better trench play in the trenches. We saw that a couple years ago with the Bucks and Chiefs. Pro Pros were all about Tampa Bay. It's hard to envision this generational quarterback to lose back-to-back trips to the Super Bowl. But I slightly side with Philly, and I go 27-17. Kazarian gets it done as usual. Doug, we appreciate it, man. Thank you. I don't have the calves, but I'm, uh, I, I do like my, my, my prop bets. <laughs> <laughs> Bringing back the callback yesterday for my spectacular calves. Thank you, Doug. Awesome. Canty, there's money to be made here. There is money out there, man. Money is out there. Let's just put the name on some of this money. I ain't going to use the L word, Carlin, because I don't want to touch the money, but it's there. <sighs> smell it. I smell it. <laughs> I smell it. I just got my numbers for my Super Bowl box, too. Eh, not great. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, and on the ESPN app. My friends, speaking of money to be had, this year the only app you're going to need at your Super Bowl party, FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Download FanDuel now so you can bet Super Bowl 57 with a no-sweat first bet. You're getting up to $3,000 back in bonus bets if that first bet doesn't win. And best of all, you can get paid your winnings instantly. So join FanDuel today with promo code PLAY to claim your no-sweat first bet on Super Bowl 57. That's promo code PLAY. Make every moment more with FanDuel, the official sportsbook partner 
of the NFL. 21 plus in select states. First online real money wager only. Refund issued as non-withdrawable free bets that expires in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Illinois, and Virginia. 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342 in Arizona. 1-888-789-7777 or visit chat in Connecticut. 1-800-9-WITH-IT-IN-INDIANA. 1-800-522- Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Canty and Carlin, the podcast. It's a team, man. It's a team. One guy can't do it. It takes all of us. ESPN Radio's Pick'em Challenge. Well, let's, let, let's call it what it is. We've been scorching. Scorching. Scorching hot. We won six in a row. We are tied for first place in the EFC, uh, ESPN Radio Pick'em Challenge. Mm-hmm. And that is the postseason challenge. Ourselves, Fitz and Harry, Freddie and Fitzsimmons, all th- eight, three, and one. KJM and Joe and Amber, seven, four, and one. Greeny in the rearview mirror at five, six, and one. Non-factor. Yeah. Greeny, non-factor. Mm-hmm. See you next year. Now, wow, so disrespectful. Here's what's tricky about this: there was not a tiebreaker that was really put into place on all of this, so mm-hmm. now it has been. And there are a, a couple of shows that have gone already, be it Greeny or Fitz and Harry, that have not given a total number of points. Because listen, I used to run uh, the office. Uh, NCAA tournament pool at different places where I worked, Canty, and that was always the tiebreaker in the championship game. Total points. So here's the deal. We are going to give you our pick, and then we are going to give you total points as the tiebreaker. Price is right rules. In other words, closest without going over. Closest without going over. And so... Let us get to the matchup in Super Bowl 57. The Kansas City Chiefs versus the Philadelphia Eagles. Canty, I come down to this. 
I believe the more talented and the better overall team is the Philadelphia Eagles. I believe they have shown that all season long. Mm-hmm. They have been the most consistent team all season long. Mm-hmm. I have seen them a couple of times where they have flat-out dominant. And I see a Kansas City Chiefs team that played a game in the AFC Championship game that I believe took a lot out of them. They had their quarterback hobbling all over the place, and they had the specter of losing to a team for a fourth consecutive time. I believe it took a lot out of them, and I believe that ultimately that will wear them down going into Super Bowl 57. Mm. So you think the Chiefs will be emotionally spent going into Super Bowl 57? I think they will be emotionally and physically spent. Yes. Okay. Um, I also like the Philadelphia Eagles in this matchup, and I know how good Andy Reid is off of a bye week, but guess what? The Super Bowl is unlike anything else, and we got to remember – they were coming off of a bye week against that Super Bowl with the Tampa Bay Bucks, Super Bowl 55, and they ended up getting boat raced 31-9. to So I think this is a situation where Andy Reid and the, and the Chiefs are overmatched from a physicality standpoint at the line of scrimmage. That's the offensive line. That's the defensive line. The hits on Patrick Mahomes end up taking a toll, leading to consequential mistakes. And if Mahomes can't be otherworldly, I don't see the Chiefs' path to victory. So I'm on the Eagles. I think it will be a decisive victory, although I stop short of saying it's going to be a two-touchdown win for Philly. So where are you when you call it decisive? Is it double digits? It is double digits. I've got to score 34-23. 34-23 Philadelphia. Yeah. I'm a little lower, and I'm right at two touchdowns. And I've been here for a few weeks, and I'm I'm going to set the bar for myself at two touchdowns. Could be more. How about that? Wow. Thir- 3420. 34-20. So we are not that far off from one another, but I think so. We both Eagles, think the Eagles are going to score thirty-four points. Yes, we do. <laughs> yeah, and I think the Eagles are going to limit Kansas City to twenty points in this game. Wow. Wow. So. We are very comfortable laying one and a half points with the Eagles. I think it's fair to say you and I both have been since that line first hit on Championship Sunday night. Yeah. So we're going to go with your score for the game, though, right? In the total points? We're going to go with 54? because Because it is Price is Right rules, it is the closest without going over. We will go with 54 points. If it goes 55, we're out. Yeah. We're out. Yeah. And you're going to blame me, and I can understand that. If it gets to 57, and then all of a sudden, boom, we could have won. What are you doing? Yeah. You know, I, mean, well, I mean, honestly. That would be you fat-handing it like you do every other thing in our show. But that's, that's beside the point. Carlin, another interesting tidbit, because I know you brought up the number one pass offense versus the number one pass defense. And yep. the last two times it happened, it worked out for the number one pass defense. Also something going in Philly's favor, Pat Mahomes just won the MVP. Jalen Hurts yep. was the runner-up. In yep. the four instances in the past where the MVP and the runner-up are head-to-head in the Super Bowl, the runner-up has always won. So this will be curious to see whether or not they holds true in Super Bowl 57. Let's also not leave out that when the reigning MVP, as in who won it that season, 
has played in the Super Bowl that year. They have lost nine consecutive times. Nine times. Nine. Big yeah. number. Big, Big number. number. Who, was the la- who was the last one to win an MVP in the season? Kurt Warner? Wasn't it Kurt Warner in 1999? I, I believe it was, it was Kurt, Kurt Warner. Kurt Warner in 1999, greatest show on turf. Last one that win a regular season MVP and also win the Super Bowl. And that was by what? A yard? Exactly. How did they win it? By a yard. (laughs) By a yard. Wow. Yeah. Listen, I I think it'll be a game in the third quarter. I think it'll be a game in the early fourth quarter. I say the Eagles wear them down. Okay. And wrap it up. And they will have two Super Bowls in five years. Wow. 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 Two in five years. With two different head coaches and two different quarterbacks. That's saying something. That is an organizational success story if they're able to pull that off. But I will say this, Carlin, if that happens, Jalen Hurts will be the highest paid player in the NFL this offseason. He will be the highest paid player. No Uh, I don't want to hear about Joe Burrow. I don't want to hear it. Jalen Hurts gets, you know what he gets? Every uh, damn dollar. Carlin, how much of it is guaranteed? How much does it end up being guaranteed? Is it fully guaranteed? I think it's fully guaranteed. It's fully guaranteed. Every damn dollar. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. Hey, don't forget, we've got NBA action on Sunday right here on ESPN Radio. Celtics hosting the Grizzlies. It's presented by Indeed. Coverage begins 1.30 p.m. Eastern on select ESPN radio stations. And finally, Canty, what do we do? We make people money. And we will do that next. The play of the night, a Super Bowl primetime parlay, is on the way in just moments. You're welcome. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any 8-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature 8-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And Carlin, the podcast. Well, we have talked about it an awful lot, and now we have given you our pick for the Super Bowl and the ESPN Pick'em Challenge, and we have the Philadelphia Eagles winning the Super Bowl by a count of 34 to 20 collectively as a show, obviously covering the one and a half points. But that does not begin to cover what we always do at this time each and every night, and that is is your play of it. Time to earn some cash. The taste of money, the smell of wealth. 
Canty and Carlin's best play of the night. The taste of money! It's a prime time parlay, baby. Yeah, it is. The Super Bowl in prime time on Sunday. Philadelphia Eagles, one and a half point favorites over the Kansas City Chiefs. We are taking the Eagles minus one and a half in this same game parlay over on Caesar Sportsbook. We are over 50 and a half points. That's where it is right now, officially. Mm-hmm. And then Canty, Devontae Smith, five and a half receptions. Let's go. We're going over. Yes, sir. Eagles minus one and a half, over 50 and a half total points. Devontae Smith, over five and a half receptions, paying out at plus 601. You're welcome. We will see you on Monday. Sometimes it's the worst. Worst. Sometimes it's the best. Best. Either way, we'll get you straight with everything you need to know. This is... Three and out. And it's brought to you by Geico. Switch to Geico today. See all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to geico.com to get a rate quote and get started seeing how much you could save. Canty, Hall of Fame class announced last night. Hall of Fame 2023. Rondé Barber, Darrell Revis, Demarcus Ware, your old teammate, linebacker Zach Thomas, all picked for enshrinement, as was Joe Thomas, a 10-time Pro Bowl selection with the Cleveland Browns. No doubt about it. Don't forget Joe Klecko, too, Carlin, who was a part and, of the New York Sack Exchange. Yep, a yeah, long, he's going, long overdue yeah, he's uh, induction going in there for too. Joe. He's yep. going in there, too. But, yeah, I remember when I got down to Dallas uh, for my rookie minicamp and we did a little mini combine where we had to – Bench 225, and we had to run 40s on grass in cleats. And I remember DeMarcus Ware ran his 40, and the two coaches at the end of the 40-yard dash with the stopwatches clicked their watches, looked at each other, smiled, and shook their heads in agreement. And come to find out, DeMarcus Ware ends up running a 4-4-3 in, on, in that little mini combine that we did. Now, Carlin, a 4-4-3 on grass in cleats is different than a four four three on turf in track shoes. And I'll say this, when you can when you have that kind of athleticism and that kind of size, you know, with that kind of character, he was destined to have a Hall of Fame career. Bill Parcell said he drafted DeMarcus because he reminded him of a guy he had with the Giants that wore number fifty six. It's not it wasn't that kind of career, but it's still a career that ends in DeMarcus wearing a gold jacket. So all credit, all props to my guy getting the hall call. Pretty awesome. Awesome to see. And as you said, Klecko, long, long overdue and just a dominant, dominant defensive lineman in his day and was a pro bowler at all three positions on the defensive line, too, which is not easy to do. All right, Canty. Kirk Cousins and Kelly Clarkson. The collab we never knew we needed. I'm sorry, Kelly. I just wanted to sing one quick tribute song to Tom Brady on behalf of all the other quarterbacks in our league. All right, shot by like a okay? diamond. Okay, okay. Tom's won seven times, went to ten. He's on some beach, so maybe Kirk could win. Wait, you can really yeah, sing? Yeah, yeah. Since he's been gone. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. First of all, you can really sing. What? Come on, Kelly. Everyone wants to hear you sing, not me. Let's go. Cause now that he's gone, 
<laughs> How great was that at the end of the honors, Colin? That was uh, amazing. That, that is amazing. Awesome. And Kirk was out there with all the change on too. Kirk all the chains. Kirk chains. <laughs> Love every minute of that, Carl. And that was absolutely awesome. Shout out to the NFL and the people that produced the NFL honors for putting that collabo together because it was absolutely phenomenal. Yeah, uh, it was. The, I thought it was one of the highlights of the night. The angry runs, yeah, maybe not so much. But yeah. listen, everything else, everything else, it was pretty good. They did a good job. Well, George I, Kittle singing was not as good as Kirk Cousins singing. Oh, no, that was atrocious. Yeah. No, that, <laughs> it, in a good way. It, in a good way. It was like yes. kind of watching a, 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 a car wreck. It was like in a good way. Like you just, and that, he was that, steering that, into it. Yeah, exactly. He <laughs> leaned all the way into it, no doubt. And, Kenty, how about this? Tiger Woods announced today he is returning to the golf course next week. The Genesis Invitational at Riviera outside Los Angeles. It'll be his first competitive rounds in an official event since he missed the cut at the Open Championship back in July at St. Andrews. His first start in a non-major since the 2020 Zozo Championship. But he's back out there competing. Good to see. Yeah, it's good for Tiger Woods. Uh, it's good for the sport. I, I don't really know how competitive it's going to be, though. We could say it's competitive rounds, but I don't know how competitive it's going to be. The comeback story in my mind was complete for Tiger Woods when he won the Masters in 2019, was it? So I think yeah. that that was the one where it's like, all right, that was it. Five Masters, five Green Jackets. Okay, cool. Um, I, I, I mean, I think it's great for him. I don't know how competitive he's going to be when you compare him to the rest of the field. Canty, here's what I don't want to see. We were talking about this with LeBron the other day as one of the guys who had those remarkable expectations and met them. I don't want to see Tiger limp home here and, you know, not be out there or be out there competing when he can't compete anymore. We don't need to see him missing cuts left and right. So, listen, Tiger... Know when it's time. We'll be happy to see you next week, but know when it's time. Enjoy the Super Bowl. Thanks for listening to the Canty and Carlin podcast. You can listen to the show live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Plus, you can listen on the ESPN app. Canty and Carlin, the podcast.